Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America located in Washington, D.C. provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right and join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle. This is the Smirkanish podcast for independent minds. The 2020 election was Tuesday, obviously, November 3rd. The election was called on Saturday, November 7th. For me, it's it's one of these I know where I was moments. It's not that I was on radio air. I wasn't on CNN that day. Of all things, I was fishing in the Poconos. And I remember picking up my phone uh, at a break point and, and watching uh, a CNN call formally. We knew by then, but a formal call of the election that probably would have been midday. That same day, November 7 at 5.07 p.m., lawyer Sidney Powell was among three recipients to receive an email that began this way. I was told to email you the following pieces of information. You're probably already aware of voting irregularities in a number of states, which have one common thread, Dominion voting systems. And then it makes an argument that Dominion now has a monopoly over voting systems in the United States setting up this line, but the monopoly isn't necessarily the issue. It's the software. A piece of code was inserted such that once ballots were fed into the database for tabulation, up to 3% of votes for Mr. Trump would automatically switch to Mr. Biden. This was capped at 3% because supposedly it was determined that anything higher than that would raise suspicions, but the 3% would be enough to tip a tight race. This And you can read it online from a story that is posted at Smirconish.com, courtesy of The Washington Post, co-authored by my next guest, came to be known as the Wackadoodle Email. Here to discuss is Sarah Ellison. Sarah wrote this with Amy Gardner. Sarah is a reporter covering media and its intersection with politics and technology. Sarah, thank you so much for your time. Thanks so much for having me. So who was the author of this email? The author of this email um, is a woman with many different pseudonyms. Um, We don't name her in our story, um, but one of the names that she goes by is Marlene Bourne. And she seems to be the first um, person to give voice to this, what what many people have described as a, a conspiracy theory that Dominion Voting Systems was able to manipulate votes and flip votes for from one candidate to another. And we've spoken, I've spoken extensively with my audience about the Dominion litigation here. 
this really is the heart of it, right? Like this is the this is the genesis. This is the point of origin of how this seed was planted and then sprouted over the span of the next couple of weeks. I mean, that's what we see from the documents that have been released in this litigation and where that theory came from. I mean, you know, as a reporter, you're never sure you're at the very source of of something like this, but this is absolutely the first um, the first sign of it that we have seen so far. Sydney Powell is a recipient. Who who was at that time Sydney Powell? Sydney Powell was a pretty respected attorney. Um, at this point, she had represented General Michael Flynn in his effort to defend himself. Um, against charges that he lied to the FBI. And she had gained something of an audience on Fox in particular through talking about that case. But she had decades of experience and was a relatively, um, you know, in small circles, she wasn't famous, but people knew her and she was generally respected as a lawyer at this stage. You know, when we're talking about as of November 3rd, 2020, um, she was not famous, but was generally respected. So the email is addressed to Mrs. Powell, Mr. Fitton, and Mr. Dobbs. Who are Mr. Fitton and Dobbs? Well, Mr. Dobbs is a host on Fox Business, Lou Dobbs, who had been a reporter for, you know, he helped launch CNN decades ago. Um, And he is somebody who was, you know, along with, he was probably the most outspoken, um, host on Fox business and, and in, in general in the Fox firmament um, in sort of cheerleading these claims that um, that Dominion had switched votes. And so that was sort of the central point um, that has gotten Fox into this um, into this pickle that's currently in. And Fitton is Tom Fitton. Yes. And I know a little bit less about him, but, you know, in, in terms of who gets gets these, um, you know, the fact that they were all three, all three addressed at the same time just shows how, um, you know, in, in fitness sort of less less relevant for me. But in terms of the way that Fox and Sidney Powell interact, the fact that Sidney Powell and Lou Dobbs were on the same email is pretty significant. So. I, I circled the date November 7, the Saturday that the election was formally called one day later and meaning one day after this email is sent. Now it's Sunday, November 8. What happens vis-a-vis Fox News as it pertains to this information and this email? So what you see on November 8 is Maria Bartiromo, who is one of Fox's uh, you know, on-air personality. She has a Sunday morning show called Sunday Morning Futures, and she um, interviews Sidney Powell um, about Sidney Powell's claims of voting irregularities. And she asks her questions that that very closely tracked the points that were made in this email. Now, Dominion alleges that these were points that were direct, lifted directly from the email. And um, Maria Bartiromo says that she interviewed Sidney Powell the day before, so the day that the election was called. And she did not, re- she doesn't remember the email, she doesn't rely on it. Um, but regardless, she asks questions that seem to very closely track 
the information in the email and the rationale that's laid out in the email. This is the Smirconish Podcast from SiriusXM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. As you write in the post, the guest was Sidney Powell, a Texas-based lawyer who would soon be ambiguously connected to the Trump legal team mustered to challenge the election results. She stared stiffly into the lights of a satellite TV studio, but answered without hesitation. This was in response to Bartiromo having said, Sydney, we talked about the Dominion software. I know there were voting irregularities. Tell me about that. And Sydney Powell says that's putting it mildly. The computer glitches could not and should not have happened. That's where the fraud took place, where they were flipping votes in the computer system or adding votes that do not exist, seemingly a reference to the email talking about how 3% of the vote would automatically be flipped from Biden, from, pardon me, from Trump to Biden. Exactly. I'm so glad you're reading this um, because for your listeners, there's really no way to, to explain this story better than by actually looking at the primary document from which this came. And Sarah, the, the, the point here is that this is just the first of about a dozen appearances that Powell would then go on to make on Fox programs uh, tethered to this, repeating this same information. Exactly. Um, you know, she goes on Fox, uh, like you say, a dozen times, roughly a dozen times in that period from the election to December 10th. Um, she does it primarily on Maria Bartiromo's show, Lou Dobbs's show, a little bit on Sean Hannity's show. Um, you know, she she has what what happens, and the reason that Sidney Powell is so interesting in this case is that she is leading the charge in terms of telling people about this 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 idea that voting that that Dominion is at the at the center of this effort, and. 
what we see in the, in the lawsuit and in the documents that have come out is that people inside Fox, including Tucker Carlson and including others who are interviewing her, think that this is completely insane and that this doesn't, you know, they're willing to give her a little bit of time. But, you know, Tucker Carlson says explicitly she's lying. Um, and and centrally in, in the Dominion case, she continues to get airtime on Fox News, even though people behind the scenes don't believe what she's saying. And I'm I'm trying to unspool it in a deliberate manner, because perhaps listening to my conversation with Sarah Ellison so far might be thinking to themselves, well, maybe it was true. Maybe somehow the software was reengineered so that three percent of the vote would flip. But as you continue to read the email, and the email is about two full pages, single space, single spaced, your antenna certainly ought to be on the rise. For example, um, the three percent quote. By the way, the magic sweet spot of three percent isn't arbitrary. That's what American Express charges merchants as a transaction fee. I'll stop there. As I read it, and I thought, and and what they're going to adhere to the American Express standard? How come? That doesn't make sense. But I'll read on. And also happens to be the cut that Jared Kushner gets from all the donations to the GOP. Wait a minute. What? Jared Kushner gets three percent off the top for all money given to the GOP, which is line itemed in the software he helped create with his brother, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. When I get further into the email, as for Mr. Dobbs, again, because he was one of the three recipients, are you are you award? I think that should be aware that Mr. Ailes, Mr. Murdoch and a handful of other non-U.S. owners of the major U.S. media outlets secretly huddle most days to determine how best to portray Mr. Trump as badly as possible. OK, so now there's a secret secret cabal and they're pulling all the strings. But that's not the worst of it. Quote, as an aside. I'll throw this out there just because it's so interesting and related. SCOTUS Justice Scalia wasn't accidentally shot during a hunting trip on John Poindexter's Texas ranch. He was purposefully killed at the annual Bohemian Grove Camp, a club for members of the mega group during a week-long human hunting expedition. Never, all caps, accept an invitation to be a guest at that camp ever. I have to tell you, Sarah, as just because I have a variety of platforms, I get a lot of mail, a lot of old school mail, a lot of prison mail. It comes with the territory of having a profile. At this point of the email, it would have gone into my circular file, if not already. Mm-hmm. Well, that seems like where something like this should belong. And in fact, you raise a really good point because we spoke to uh, you know, a defamation expert who said that Taking this email seriously is or, or taking it seriously enough to entertain the arguments that are in it about Dominion and not discounting it is actually something that could be a real problem in trial because what you're trying to do is establish, you know, that this is a credible source that you, you could rely on it and you could use it. Um, on the air with your viewers and on its face, just what you've read, um, it seems like you would completely discount it. And why would you not discount that? It would be maybe you're fishing for something. Maybe you want to make a point um, that 
has no basis in reality along with the other points in the email, but but you wouldn't sort of take it at face value and sort of let it spool out. And that's exactly what happened on top. I haven't read I haven't read the most fantastical of it. I, I'm not going to take your time, <laughs> but I, but when I say so long to you, I'm going to read the entire remainder of the email. But but while you're still with me, let me ask you this so that I'm being fair to Fox News. So what is yeah. their response to this vis-a-vis the defamation action? You know, Fox makes a, an argument that, one, whether or not you believe it and whether or not this information was true, this was information that was being, you know, relayed by a respected lawyer who represented the sitting president of the United States, and it was inherently newsworthy. And if you say that Fox can't repeat statements on air that are newsworthy, even if they're false, then you get into a really slippery slope where you're you're prosecuting people or not prosecuting them, but you're sort of going after journalists for just reporting on what a public figure is saying. And you have to fact check everything um, before you utter it on air. And it's sort of a, an incredibly I mean, they say it's a very radical um, interpretation of the First Amendment um, to not be able to do those kinds of things. So that's their defense. That this is newsworthy information because a sitting president was relaying it and right. his you're legal a, team, which is where you're we get asking, the power. You're, you're, you're asking us not to cover the, the, leg, the words of the lawyer or one of the lawyers for the president of the United States. How could we not exactly. do that? It's news. Okay. Exactly. Um, I'm so glad that you wrote the piece. There's much more to it. It's in all my social media. And I hope that Everyone will take the time to read it and read the email if you really want to understand the whole origin of what was said about Dominion. Um, thank you. I really appreciate your time, Sarah. Thanks so much. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Okay. After the Scalia reference, there's this. And am I setting this up well, TC? Are you paying attention at home? Everybody I'm get paying this? Attention. It's about okay. to get crazy. Like, stay with us. Okay. So November 3rd was the election. November 7, I'm fishing. The election gets called five o'clock in the afternoon that day. The lawyer, one of the lawyers, because because uh, Sidney Powell had this like loose legal affiliation with the Trump lawyers. She gets this email talking about how some of the Dominion machines are just jiggered in a way that three percent of the vote is going to go from Trump to Biden automatically. And you read it and you're like, hmm, okay, yeah. And then all of a sudden it gets a little questionable and then more questionable, then more questionable. You know, Scalia was murdered at Bohemian Grove. And then there's this. That being said, who am I? And how do I know all of this? I spent most of my career, 15 plus years, as a successful technology analyst an expert in the field of nanotechnology, which touches on everything. I was superbly accurate with my forecasts and ideas. I always thought that I was a really gifted per, a, I was real, a really gifted that way. I'm reading it literally, but it's turned out to be a bit more than that. I've had the strangest dreams since I was a little girl. Most were just odd. Others were clearly predictions. Over time, they became more vivid and more interactive about 10 years ago an event took place that seemed to amplify these abilities by vastly more than an order of magnitude although the most vivid dreams quote unquote take place while dozing they're not normal dreams but i'm not sure the native american term visions really fits either it's more like time travel in a semi-conscious state 
and all senses are involved. But that's not all. When I'm awake, I see what others don't see and hear what others don't hear. There's a movie, Thunderheart, in which the Native American sheriff explains it best to an FBI agent who is just learning to tap into his Native American heritage. He tells him to listen to the wind, quote unquote. That makes sense to me. Stranger still, I was in a car accident in 1992 and something took place that I've never been able to explain. For all intents and purposes, I was internally decapitated. And yet I live, I breathe, I shop, I laugh, I get old, I walk the earth. The wind tells me I'm a ghost, but I don't believe it. Although it appears that I was shot in the back shortly after submitting a tip to the FBI two years ago, at the time I thought I just tripped and fell during a walk and bruised my ribs. But I had a vision about a year later in which I stood in the same spot and felt my soul leave my body. It was like having a Band-Aid being ripped off your skin, and yet I continue to walk the earth. Despite that, the wind tells me that no one can harm me. It protects me and keeps me safe. Anyway, I've gotten a little off track, and I'll be the first to admit that while the last bit is pretty wackadoodle it's relevant and i can tell you this about everything else above time always eventually proves me correct kindest regards holy shit are you kidding me so this is what gets emailed from an artist to Sidney powell in the trump legal orbit At 5 o'clock on the Saturday that the election has just been called. And the following day, Sidney Powell is on with Maria Bartiromo, pulling from this, seemingly, and beginning the whole story of Dominion election fraud. And in, in an Internet New Age version of Whisper Down the Lane, it just takes off. Notwithstanding the self-description of wackadoodle. Listen, my heart breaks for the author of this piece. It's very upsetting to read. I mean, I, I, I mean, I can read it and I can laugh, but it's upsetting. This is this is to me clearly a person with issues. Scalia's murdered at Bohemian Grove. I was decapitated internally. I'm a ghost. I know it's wackadoodle. I see what others don't see. I hear what others don't hear. And they took this and put it on the air. Now, by the way, I mean, there's there's an interesting uh, issue here of of where in the chain, who knew what. And maybe you're tempted to say that, well, Sidney Powell relied on this, but nobody else knew the crazy origin. Sorry to use that word. But no, in this case, this is why you heard prior references to the hosts saying to themselves, this is nuts. That's it. That's the email. I'm, I'm kind of sorry that it's uh, with all the conversation we've had about Dominion, that it's, it's taken me until March 17 to like get to the part of. But I'd never read the email before. I'd never I, I don't I don't know that I'd ever had the opportunity to read the email before. 
That is the email that went to Sidney Powell on Saturday, on Saturday the 7th. And by the following day, Sunday the 8th, she's on Fox and she's spreading it. And people are, are so wanting to believe that they take it and run. And you know, everybody tells their, their nephew, sister's uncle's cousin, well, well, don't you know about Dominion? 3%. Oh, and why 3%? Well, because, you know, that's what American Express charges. What? What? This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. From the Washington Post coverage on the wackadoodle email, quote, experts in defamation law have said the artist's email could pose a major problem for Fox in defending itself if Dominion can successfully connect the on-air conversation back to this email. Some of the email's other flamboyant claims should have given Bartiromo and her staff, quote, an obvious reason to doubt Powell's credibility in forwarding, it said Jeffrey Pyle, an adjunct law professor at Boston College and a private practitioner focusing on First Amendment-related cases. Quote, the wackadoodle email is a classic example of such evidence, Pyle said. The person you're having on is forwarding, without irony, an email from a person who claims to be a time traveler that is a red flag to the reliability of the source internal communications indicate that there was almost immediate alarm within fox after powell and bartiromo discussed these claims quote tons of crazy a fox news communications executive texted a colleague on november 8 as they agreed to not publicize the interview but guess what by the following night Sidney Powell was now making her third appearance since the election on a Fox program. Now it was Lou Dobbs tonight on Fox Business. She made about a dozen appearances since the election. Seemingly stemming from this email. Oh, my God. 
Hi, Jeffrey, you're in Miami. What thoughts do you have on the wackadoodle email as it's called? I think that, uh, thank you, Michael. I think that Fox has an obligation to do some fact checking to see if craziness is not relevant uh, and in reporting what appears to be a news program and putting out news that is certainly harmful to one party and they didn't care whether they knew or didn't know certainly that's going to come out it appears that obviously they knew a lot that should be defamation i mean if my memory is correct from 50 years ago law of mass communications i think fox is in trouble rightly so look it's a high bar i've gone through this thank you jeffrey i've gone through this many many times it's a high bar the actual malice standard dominions viewed as a public entity here so consequently when a when a um uh, a high profile public figure i should say tries to be a litigant, a plaintiff in a defamation action, they have to meet a standard different than everybody else. It's not simple negligence. Clearly, this is negligence. No. The idea is that if if you have a public persona, if you are a public figure, then you have the opportunity to defend yourself. So that if someone were to say something about me, a person with a microphone on radio, on television, an active newsletter and website, uh, the law seems to say, well, Michael can defend himself. He's got ample opportunity to do it. So Michael, the public figure, needs to show actual malice, which is knowledge of falsity or reckless disregard for the truth. How is it not a reckless disregard for the truth if you're putting on the air someone to spread the word of a time traveler in explaining that 3% of the vote is getting flipped? Because after all, 3% is what... Jared Kushner takes off the top from all the money that's raised by the GOP. And, yeah, it's the same number as American Express. What? Hi, Bill. You're in Westover, Vermont, thinking what about this story? I'm thinking kind of what you were just saying is, which is, I mean, I understand Fox is liable, but isn't anybody who's in, like, who thinks they're protected by the First Amendment, who is a public figure of website, a blog, another news agency, aren't they all guilty of doing the same thing? Which, I mean, we expect when you tell, say something definitively on the air that you have a, a firm belief, not, oh, I just heard in the locker room. You believe in what you're saying and you're spreading it and therefore defaming just like Fox did to Dominion. Yeah, I'm not sure what the question is there other than maybe you're wondering why aren't others similarly being held accountable? Anybody who's, who's claim, anybody who's in the news business, like you just said, Michael, right. yeah. uh, why, you know, if you're, you're, isn't defamation defamation? I mean, you know, it's like, doesn't matter whether you're with Fox News, like Rudy Giuliani and all those people who said, Hey, this has been stolen. This is bad. You know, look for the, you know, whatever. All those people who said that publicly, I think, should be equally culpable. Right. The assertion has to be one of facts capable of being proven true or false. Hyperbole is protected. Uh, Sometimes it's like very hard to distinguish which is actionable and which is not. I'll say this. 
uh, as one who I, I obviously, you know, I do what I do for a living today. I'm associated with a, a trial firm, but I don't practice law day by day. But I did defamation law and know something about the subject as a as a result. It's I've never seen a case like this. I've never seen a an actual malice. Thank you, Bill. I've never seen an actual malice case this strong. And I, I bend over backwards, as I said to my guest, Sarah Ellison, like, OK, so from Fox's standpoint, what can we say? Trying to imagine, how do you defend this? I've never seen such a compelling public figure, actual malice case as is presented in these documents, the depositions, the texts, the emails, and especially this one. And by the way, I'm I'm kind of kicking myself, but maybe uh, maybe unnecessarily so up until yesterday up until today with the washington post report i'd never i'd read about the email i'd seen excerpts of the email i'd never read the full email the full so-called wackadoodle email is, is tc is that is is was it out there do you know was, i don't think it was available i think things are being un, unsealed etc and things are being released my take is that this coverage from the Daily Beast, from the Washington Post, was because it was finally released. It had not been up to this point. I could be wrong, but that was my understanding. We would have known, Michael, if that email, that email had been out there, we would have I known. I mean, I knew, I knew there was a wackadoodle email. I certainly right. knew there was a wackadoodle email, but I'd never, I'd never read it all. And I, I'm, I think there uh, the was reason a reference I'm, to it, not I'm the actual so, thing. I'm so glad that Sarah was here and I'm I'm taking the time to lay the whole thing out for the POTUS audience because I'm sure there are many who think, yeah, they've heard it. It's bad for Fox. They know that the, the hosts themselves were all acknowledging that this was BS. What was going on behind the scenes didn't match what was going on in the. No, no, no. This is different. This is this is like, hold it. Let's take a time out and really read the two pages and just see how how farcical this was. I mean, did Bartiromo read the first paragraph and stop? Did did it's she unhinged. not get to the unhinged? Uh, it's unhinged. It's sadly unhinged. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I know the identity. The identity is e- easily discoverable. I'm not I'm not reading the name of the person who was behind this because the whole thing on a certain level is just sad. But Jesus, when you do what you what I do for a living, you see the the prisoner letters that come in here, TC. I mean, we get we get some some off the wall stuff. And we discard them. And we, don't, we discard you know, we don't, them. You, you know, use them as truth. You know, I don't sit here and say, oh, my God, somebody just sent me this uh, letter. I'm going to go on POTUS and I'm going to read that. No. Michael is in Columbia, Missouri. Greetings, Michael. Hi. Hi. Uh, just want to say, you know, Fox has their defense, but other news agencies covered what was being said by the lawyers without giving it that level of credence that Fox did. Without having Powell on to let her say whatever she wanted. Say it again. What do you mean? Well, I mean, Fox says, so they're saying it's newsworthy, so we have to cover it. But other news organizations covered it without being, without giving those claims the credence that Fox did. Yeah, I'm just not understanding the point that you're making. It's probably me. So Fox, Fox says it's newsworthy. We have to cover it. Right. Other people covered it, but they covered it without giving it credibility. So this is, this is, these are the crazy things they're saying. Fox is like, this happened. Oh, you're saying that, that, that others, you're, you're in, saying, in, in, you're saying that you're, th- you're saying that others covered it in a way that they were dismissive of it, but they covered it nonetheless. 
Yeah, the information was out there from other people. But uh, look, they didn't I, make it sound as if it were true. They said this is the crazy things they're saying. I, 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 think, Not, this be, I think this became an insidious case of, of whisper down the lane and that many of the repeaters had no idea of parts of the email that I just read to you aloud. I can understand. I don't listen to terrestrial talk radio. I mean, you know, of the AM variety. But I can certainly envision how they heard it said on Fox. They wanted to believe it. They all get their marching orders. I don't mean in a formal sense, but they they get their lead from what they hear Fox saying. And they go on and they repeat it. I can imagine that there were many who were filling airwaves on their own programs and were saying the same things about Dominion not having any idea that the information originated with a time traveler. Sure, but Fox did. <laughs> they, they, they sure as hell should have. They sure as hell should have. Uh, Ms. Bartiromo, did you read the entire email? Would be among my first questions. Uh, or pardon me, to, uh, uh, to, yeah, to Bartiromo and to Sidney Powell. I want to know who saw the email and whether they read all of it or just the first couple of lines where, you know, it was, I guess, kind of credible. Who knows? Who is this person? Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.